Hi there, welcome to HR Shop Talk. I'm your host, Andrea Adams. This show delves into the details of HR through conversations with experienced and sometimes HR people. You can also find me on YouTube where you can interact with me and other people like yourself. Today's guest is Serge Boudreau. Serge has spent almost 20 years in the recruitment space. His background includes being the director of Western Canada and Quebec for Indeed and Workopolis. He also has his own podcast called The Recruitment Flex with Shelley Billing. It's quite informative and entertaining. Uh, they mentioned kombucha <laughs> in the last episode I listened to, so you should listen to it for that reason alone. Hi, Serge. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Andrea? I am good. I'm good. And I'm looking forward to this. I think it will be lively. I think it will be great. Hey, I want to correct you on one thing. I want to make okay. sure that Shelly's probably going to be listening. And her last name is Billinghurst. And I cannot piss off Shelly in any way. So I want to make sure I've got that clear. Shelly Billinghurst. Okay. All right. I better get that right. Okay. Sorry, Shelly. Okay. So the surge. Here's the question of the episode. You have said that recruitment doesn't belong in HR, so tell us why. Well, I, I think it's a very in-depth question, so let me be clear. I think recruitment needs to be working closely with HR, but directly in HR, I, I have some really deep questions and I have some doubts that a recruitment is a part of HR because you get a, you put it in perspective. So the skill sets for a recruiter and the skill sets for HR are very different. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at recruitment, it's very outward facing strategy. You're basically going out in the market. Uh, it's very sales focused. It's very marketing focused. It's also very supply chain focused in that end. If you look at HR, and I think HR is absolutely critical in every organization. So anyone listening, please don't take that I'm not, uh, that I don't believe HR is critical because I do believe it is. But the skill sets are different. So if you put in really in context, the biggest thing that HR needs to make sure, and there's a lot more to it, is to make sure the company doesn't get sued. It's all about reducing risk. You're you're looking at uh, policies, you're looking at procedures, you're looking at different ways to make sure that basically people are following the rules. As recruitment is a lot more about breaking the rules in some ways. So the <laughs> skill set is is different, uh, definitely work closely together, but uh, there is a different skill set for a recruiter and someone that works in HR. And, and the one thing that I've realized being in this space for a long time is most HR people that I meet don't like recruiting. So why would you put someone in a position that they don't like doing? Do you think they're gonna be good at it? Probably not. So I, that's probably the main reason why I don't think they should be together. It's not because HR people can do recruitment. It's because they don't like recruitment. So like if you look at the role of a recruit uh, of an HR person, there's multiple ways. So investigations, there's employee relations, there's even payroll, but that would not be in a HR business partner role. Uh, there's learning and development. Recruitment usually ends up being the last on the list of what they want to do. So we're forcing people to do unnatural acts and doing a role that they're not comfortable with. So this isn't going to be an episode about employer brand, but I think we're going to talk a lot about it today. So what's employer brand? briefly, and what are the activities associated with building employer brand? I, I 
think a lot of companies don't realize that they have an employee brand. Because uh, if you put it in perspective, an employer brand is what people internally in the organization, so people that work at your organization work, people that worked at your organization in the yeah. past, and what people outside your organization think of what it is working at your company. So you have an employer brand either way you look at it but how you control your employer brand is is i think the key point here that we need to look at um employer brand is is if you look at it it's really communicating the key elements of why people should work for you and there is so many bad employer brands out there is it's like we're we're just trying to say the same words in different ways across all the organizations because if you went to I don't know, 30 career pages, pretty much they're all going to look the same. They're going to say the same thing. Um, but in reality, real employer brand is the reality of what it is in there. And if you're going to say that you're a very diverse company, and like Shelly, my co-host always says, show me the receipts, show me the stats, do what you say you are. Um, and, and there was a gentleman that came on my show, James Ellis, who is an employer brand genius. Okay. And I think he put it uh, probably in the best way I've ever heard is the recruiter owns a big part of the employer brand. And the recruiter owns a big part of the employer brand because they're basically running the candidates through the process. So if I'm a recruiter and I'm telling you, hey, on your first day, you're going to get to cuddle with puppies all day. And I, as the employee, come in and be like, hey, I'm going to cuddle with puppies. And you come in and actually you're only going to cuddle with puppies half a day. So it's still pretty amazing. Like everyone yeah. loves cuddling with puppies. But you told me I was going to be cuddling with puppies all day. And now you're telling me it's half a day. Those are the types of things that affect your employer brand. Mm -hmm. um, so in reality, you can look at the glass doors, you can look at all the review sites and, and whatever you think about what um, anonymous reviews on the internet mean, people are going there and they're looking at what the reviews of your company, what it is to work there is. So you can say everything you want, but if that's not the reality, you're going to get screwed. Uh, you're going to have a really tough time attracting that top talent. They're going to come in with expectations and you're not going to be able to deliver and that's going to cause some issues so employer brand is a lot more than just yeah. prettying up your career site mm -hmm. or and putting some stock images of people that have never worked there to show your diversity it's actually show the receipts show why you're a good place to work so you've said that recruitment belongs more in marketing um, and so Marketing might get the idea of employer brand better than HR, but how excited does marketing actually get about promoting the employer brand? I mean, there's well, a lot more glamorous things they could be doing. He, well, there is, or is there? Like in reality, because um, there's two key things when it comes to an organization, and I think this is where marketing and recruitment are very close aligned is, well, you need clients. So to get clients, you need a good marketing strategy. Yep. And to be able to execute on those clients, you need really good people. So to be able to execute on that, you need recruitment marketing, which is very similar. Uh, recruitment yeah. marketing and marketing are very similar because at the end of the day, if you look at what marketing does is goes out in the market, creates lead for the salespeople to be able to close to bring in that business. Recruitment marketing basically creates leads for the recruitment team for them to bring on the best possible people. So 
very similar, but where it's a little bit different and where I think there's always a disconnect between, say, recruitment marketing and marketing. So if you think about it, someone in marketing, their goal is to sell as many widgets or gadgets as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's there's no time to be like, we're selling too many widgets, like stop marketing. That's that's usually not the case. Obviously, it can happen if you run out of stock or whatever the case is. As recruitment marketing, uh, volume is not always a great thing. It's actually, it can be a really negative thing. So as a recruitment marketer, you're really focusing on quality. And if you put that in perspective is you rather have really 10 highly qualified candidates than 200 that you're not sure about. So the messaging and how you approach employer brand, uh, recruitment marketing is different than marketing. But I think if I'm a marketer, recruitment marketing is a lot more exciting because you think about it, you're selling widgets or you're directly affecting people's lives by hiring them into your organization in a positive way. So you've also said that the work shouldn't be given to the most junior HR people, but there's a lot of admin associated with recruitment and senior folks aren't going to want to do that and nor is it a good use of their time. So what's a better model? Yeah, I I think where I'm going with that is you'll see in many organizations, someone wants, uh, someone is in, wants to come in in HR, they're junior in their career. The first step that the HR organization thinks, well, let's put them in recruitment, that's entry level. And and that never works out. I think there's a difference if you're thinking about it because coordinators, people that are actually doing the admin, yeah, I, I, I don't care if they start in HR and they, or they start in recruitment, doesn't really make a difference because they're not actually physically being recruiters. Uh, so that's the difference in that. And so I strongly believe that senior recruiters should not be doing 90% of the admins they're doing. It either should be automated or it should be done by a coordinator of some type. And that coordinator could be an HR coordinator. I, I okay. like That's not a bad thing. But I just don't want a junior HR person coming into HR thinking it's the end, uh, coming into recruitment thinking it's the entry level to get in other roles of HR. Because the skill set is completely different. They're probably going to hate it. If you hate anything, you're probably going to be bad at it. And a big reason that recruitment has massive challenge now is we got a bunch of people doing it that don't want to be doing it. Okay. So that just begs the question. Um, and it's not, so it's not clear to me. What is that senior recruiter doing? Yeah, senior recruiter should be doing two things. They should have extensive relationship building with the candidates throughout the process. So they should be talking to candidates, not only candidates that apply, but you should be building a pipeline for that skill set that you need, and you need to be nurturing that pipeline. So some elements of nurturing that pipeline can be automated. But in reality, you're a relationship manager. You're also an assessor of the right skill set. The other thing they should be doing is the hiring managers. The deep understanding of the business, a deep understanding uh-huh. of what needs to, what the hiring manager needs and that relationship and that confidence building with that hiring manager should be the other element. So um, talking about senior and junior recruiters, who's doing the interviews? Who's doing the reference checks? Uh, the reference checks like should be automated. Like there's okay. no reason that people are still doing reference checks. Uh Right now, there's a great company called XREF that is is so easy to use. There's there's many elements. Should not be if it is an executive role, 
Should he be recruitment? Why not the hiring manager doing the reference check? At the end of the day, they're accountable for that hire. Uh, so yeah, you could use recruitment, a more senior. I would not put a junior recruiter to do a uh, reference check, but in reality, I, I feel that most reference checks should be automated um, or not even done at all in a lot of cases. When's the last time you got a bad reference check? Um, I don't remember. Maybe I've got like two in 20 years. Yeah. As far as the interviewing and the assessing of candidates, well, I think that depends. I think it depends on the type of role. I think a lot of the high volume roles that you're very, there's not a lot of complexity in it. It's a great place for a junior recruiter to really learn the ropes, really get some deep insight. And the same for a senior recruiter, but no one should be assessing a candidate or assessing a role unless they have a deep understanding of their role and that is the responsibility of the recruiter junior or senior mm -hmm. you got to be a dog and a bone with the hiring managers and the company that you're working with to get all the insights to the role so you know exactly what you're looking for and you know exactly what to assess and so does this idea that recruitment fits better with marketing apply to all recruitment or just recruitment in competitive high-skilled markets like for example i've done recruitment in high volume recruitment where you're trying to fill you know dozens of positions okay maybe that's a slight exaggeration but not much for laboring and operating type jobs so does your idea of recruitment apply to situations like that oh i think it absolutely does i think it's more critical in those types of roles than it okay. is in the scarce high skill role yeah. in scarce high skill role a lot of it is sales skills is the ability to find them and then get them interested in the role as if you're looking at high volume you need this like um, you need a flow of candidates similar as you would need a flow of leads so you need a constant funnel building constant recruitment marketing to keep that funnel open so i i would say it's actually more critical in uh in those high volume roles than probably it is in the scarce role so Serge, is there a world where you think that uh, recruitment belongs in HR? And if so, what would that look like? I think if it's an organization uh, and an HR leader that really has a deep understanding and respect of recruitment and the ability to drive it and really give some there some good representation of recruitment to uh, the executive team. Yeah, I, I think it can fall in. I think in most organizations, recruitment's gonna fall into HR for, for the foreseeable future. So we're, we're trying to force something just because this is how it's been since the 40s and the 50s. Like you think about initially it was a personnel department yeah. that would put like a job on a bulletin board and people would come in with their resume. In reality, that's how HR and, and recruitment came together. But that's changed. Tons of change. The ability to go out and have the best employer brand out there, the best marketing, the ability to attract the best people. Is HR the right department to be able to do that? Is that a skill set they have? Maybe. I, I love to hear arguments, yes. But my, in, my initial gut is no. Well, thanks, Serge. That was stimulating. We have reached the end of this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time when I talk shop with another insightful guest.